Hello fellow riders, this is your host, Rusty James. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2017, and this is The Ride. Well, I'll have you know, I actually started this podcast about 10 minutes ago, but decided to restart it because I was stuck behind a dump truck going slow on my one-lane country road and I was breathing diesel fumes and all of the rest. If you had heard what I said during that podcast, you'd know that I was saying, hey, if you get stuck behind some slow-moving vehicle in the path of life, I pray that you can get around it. Pray that it doesn't hinder your path. Well, God answered my prayer and I got around that guy. took a while. But it got me thinking about how right now I've got a car full of diesel fumes that I need to evacuate. That's the sound of evacuating bad fumes. Get out of here. Woo! Now I got country smells. <laughs> That's probably a little worse. Actually, not too bad. I don't mind the country smell. The, the diesels give me a headache. Anyway, I thought, you know we can be stuck behind a slow-moving impasse in our life. And it could have been just a random occurrence that he was right in front of me. And that's what it was. I had to wait at an intersection, and there he was coming out of from the cross street and turned right into my path. I mean, had I been there just, just a minute sooner, I wouldn't have had to wait for that guy and breathe that toxicity. But it happens life happens and so I think a few days ago I was talking about how we're not to sit in the seat of the scornful and hang with those that are fools really and that dump truck was a fool and I was slowed down by him breathing his exhaust you know if I did that long enough I might start just getting used to that toxic environment. We were made for more than that. Man, we were made for the fast lane. That doesn't mean you can't have a nice, relaxing, slow drive on a Sunday afternoon, but you know what I'm saying. We got a fast track to the path that God has laid out for us. He doesn't want us detoured off on these little side roads. He wants us where we're supposed to be. Your path is gonna be different than mine. That's all right. Let's not get stuck, slowed down by the environment that we find ourselves in. So how, how do you avoid that? Well, to the best of your ability and the best of you letting God have control over your life, follow his ways and he will bring you to places and you can avoid obstacles that would have maybe been in your path. How can he, how can he do that? How do you know he does that? Well, you know, Peter took the path less traveled, if you remember the story. As far as I know, there's only been two people that have been on this path, Jesus and Peter. It's kind of a wet path. If you don't know what I'm talking about, well, you need to look it up, but I think most of you do know what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ called Peter to a path that seemed impossible, but yet he was able to do it with God's help. You can do the same. But you know, I wasn't going to talk about that today. This is what I was going to mention. Last night, I was reading Daniel, the book of Daniel. 
And I was reminded of the story of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. And he had Jews captured in his country, in his domain. And one of them was Daniel. And you may recall the story that I'm about to tell you. But when I read it again last night, it's interesting how the Lord shows you things that you didn't really, really pick up on the first 50 times you read the story. But Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and he wanted to know what it meant. So he gathered all his wise men, sorcerers, whatever you want to call them, um, prophet people, magicians, all those people that, that dealt in supernatural things. And they, they said to the king, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, we can tell you what it means. Um, why don't you let us know the dream, and then we'll, uh, we'll help you out. And so the king was saying, uh, uh, no, we're not going to do it that way. You're going to tell me the dream, and then you're going to tell me what it means. And oh, by the way, if you don't, I'm going to grind up your bones and feed it to my dogs, or something like that. Not too pleasant of an outcome if you didn't know what you were doing. And I guess these guys just kind of laughed it off and said, Well, no, 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 no. You just you just tell us a dream, man. And, you know, we'll tell you what it means. And he said, No, no. You will tell me what the dream is, and then you will tell me what it means. If you don't, you're dead. And then they said, Well, no, you're asking something too hard. Which is funny. These guys are supposed to be these supernatural wizard smart guys. But they're saying, no, 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 you're asking something too hard for any man to do. You need gods to do that kind of thing. I thought that was pretty cool. So you could almost say it in this way. You need the power of God to do that. And I think how the story goes is Daniel found out that this thing was going on and he and the king was going to kill anybody like this that you know dealt with the supernatural stuff and the wise men of the kingdom if they couldn't tell the king the dream and what it meant so it, it got to Daniel's ears and I don't know if he had a friend who was going to be put to death because of this or what but he said wait up and I think what he did was he asked his friends to pray. And this is the thing that gets me. You know, if if this was going on now, what would we pray? What would our likely prayer be these days? Lord God, please let this evil man not have his way and not let him kill us in such an unrighteous, unjustifiable way. Lord, let justice reign. Let there be peace on earth and kumbaya all around, but don't let this evil man have his way. But that's not how Daniel prayed. It's fascinating that Daniel said, hey, pray that the Lord will reveal the dream and the meaning. In other words, he was asking the Lord to provide what was needed even though the situation was unjust. Man, that's powerful. Do you hear this? I can see 
if I had the mind of God, which I do have the mind of God, what am I saying? But I didn't at that, at that point in time. I can see God saying, you know, yeah, this is an unjust situation. And I could smite that king, take him out of commission, and that mandate would be gone. I could do that. But I'd rather be glorified and glorify my creation in the process as well. And I really have a hard time when people, you know, might say, geez, your God wants to be glorified all the time. What kind of a conceited God is he? I don't think it's like that at all. I mean, there can only be one thing glorified, really. We try to do it ourselves all the time. We try to glorify ourselves, our life, our place, our position, our house, our salary, our family, our education. We try to glorify ourselves all the time. Our cars, whatever. There really can only be glory in one place, ultimately. I mean, I find glory in in nature and, and the beauty of nature and stuff, but that points to my God, not to me, not to the hands of man. That points to God. So for God to want glory, it's simply placing honor to the only real place where honor can be due. But also he wants to glorify us, his children. I think he gets real enjoyment, just like an earthly father would, when their son or daughter has success and is recognized as being successful and meeting the need, that kind of thing. So anyway, back to the Nebuchadnezzar. So Daniel and his compadres pray that they can be up to the task, even though the task is really an unjust thing. Of course you're in a kingdom, so that, you know what the king says goes. So then God gives Daniel what he needs in an unjust situation. Daniel goes before the king, tells him the dream to a T, and then tells him the meaning of the dream. And the king is amazed. I didn't read the rest of the story because I was tired and had to get to bed, but I do know that Daniel and his inner circle were honored and you'll have to read the rest of the story to find out how it turns out. So bring it forward to today, to your today. You might be in some unjust situations. There are people in Texas who feel unjustly treated by the weather, maybe even by God. God, how can you let this happen? My house, my house is destroyed, it's flooded. I don't know why things like that happen. And my prayers, and I hope your prayers, are with those who are in Texas who are battling this situation. In fact, let's do it right now. No reason to wait. Lord, I pray that everyone who is affected by the storm in Texas and wherever along the coast there, I pray that no matter who they are, what they believe, I pray, Lord, that you will be honored and glorified through the situation, that you will rescue those who are feel like they're lost. And I pray, Lord, that it's spiritual as well as physical, that you will rescue them, that they will recognize the power of your hand in the situation, in the in those 
that are around them that are helping them, maybe even people that they wouldn't have trusted in the past, but now they have come together. Lord, I thank you for people who step up their game and act like your hands on the planet. Lord, give them energy and courage and wisdom in this process. I pray that there will be none lost, but that they will all be found. In Jesus' name, amen. So when it comes to today and for you and for me, how are we praying? Are we praying, thy will be done? Because maybe God's will is to be glorified in an unjust situation. Maybe it was in this case. Are we praying, thy will be done? Or are we praying, my will be done according to my ways on earth? As for me and my house, I've realized that my way hasn't been the best. And I've had some years to try to come up with the best. And I still fall short. It's a good thing Daniel and his friends prayed basically for the will of God to be accomplished. Because I believe it was God's will that he tell him the dream. It was a very prophetic dream. It actually affected more than just the lives of Daniel and his friends and the king. It affects your life because you can see through that dream a prophetic statement about the future political conditions of that time. And that prophetic dream that God gave Daniel the words to describe came to pass. And now on this side of time, we can look back and see that it was indeed correct. That gives glory and honor to the King of Kings. And maybe could convince someone like you or me that there is something to this God. There is some element of supernatural that's part of this world, that's part of our human condition. There's something supernatural. I pray that you are able to find what you're looking for today. Can you hear me when I say that you're not going to find it if you're seeking just to please yourself? Ask some of these people who are helping others in this Texas storm. You'll find that though they're tired and weary from doing good things, there is something that is worth more than gold. When you give of yourself, God knows this. God knows this. He knows this is kind of how this God's economy works. You give out. And when you do that, and when you give out the goodness and kindness of God that's within you, God fills you up. And you get more than if you were just hoarding. You want that life to flow through you. You want it to be living. You don't want it to get stale. So my encouragement to you today is no matter where you are at with your walk, when we're seeking the Lord and asking Him to meet our needs, whatever those needs are, be aware that just like Daniel, you might have situations that feel unjust. And think about how God can meet your need even in an unjust situation. You know, I'm just realizing now that if we want justice, many times we have to be the ones to create the environment for justice to flourish, I guess. The courageous ones, the ones who operate justly even when they're in an unjust situation. And that's how justice can happen. 
And truly, I think the only way that's possible is with the help of God. Because I think the Spirit of Christ is the only Spirit of this age, the only Spirit in this age, that is capable of being that, that selfless, of seeking justice when justice isn't, isn't granted to you. But let's pray that the Lord can use whatever situation we're in for His glory and for ours. I believe that's possible. So, Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for showing us a little bit more of your word. And help us to trust in you more than we trust in the fairness of our situation or the strength of our own hand. Help us to trust in you. And I believe we'll bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, you stay in that word and you live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And know that God Almighty is still on the throne. He still knows your name, knows the hairs on your head, and the things that you're going to face today and tomorrow and the next day. He knows those things. Talk to him. Find out what it is you can do to have victory in the days ahead, all right? And I will see you on the flip.